Welcome to Beside the Still Waters by Pastor Sami Jechi. My dear friend, the Word of God. Last I started off with the message of the cross and I want to continue. Amen. We give God the praise for what he has done. Shall we pray? The entrance of your word brings light. I ask, O oh God, that you fill this place with your presence. Give us understanding concerning your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Is somebody here say amen? Before I preach, I want to bring to the house a caution. Number one. Watch the way you dress when you're coming to church. It's very important. Um, If it looks like it's a fashion to wear dresses that touches your body to extend that we can see everything that you're wearing under, don't learn that. Is somebody here with me? Is somebody here with me? It's very important that I'm speaking this way. And also, be careful what kind of image you put on the social media for, about yourself. Very important. Indeed, if you're a Christian, then you must put a very good one that depicts Christianity on the social media because you don't know what thousands not thousands millions billions of people see whatever you put on, on on that platform and don't think you see don't think you can hide anything by locking anything because somebody will look at that and pass the back door and get you I know what I'm talking about, and I'm cautioning all of you, um, for now, especially our ladies, watch your dressing. Don't dress like everybody, especially in these days of nudity. Don't try to look fashionable by putting your nude pictures on the social media. You get what I'm saying? Don't look at me as if you don't know what I'm talking about. You have people have their boyfriends, just boyfriend, and now you give your nude picture to the boy. If you leave that boy, what is he going to do with that? Do you love pastor for that? At least for once, love me for this. For once, love me for this. Is somebody here with me? It's very important. We've got to be careful. Because you know what? The social media is for everybody. I don't control my page and my accounts. I have people who control it. But the issue is, no matter how, you see this one, you see the internet does not forget So you can even delete it. It will pop up somewhere. 
Watch what you put there. Second, take neat pictures here. And I'll caution a card. Don't come and pose any pose. You are posing and you are showing your... You go and stand before the church, you stand nicely. I'm coming to even decorate it nicer. You go then do. Come on, is somebody here with me? You don't need that. Whether you are doing sakongo pongo. You know that Sakuma Kumaye Sakwango Pongo. Watch it. It's very important. Okay? Ladies, dress well. Okay? Dress well. That is what people see and they respect you for that. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. Thank you. That is what they see and they respect. Don't expose yourself. We don't countenance that. Don't try and look fashionable by exposing yourself. What will you get from it? Rather, let me tell you, when men who go around, you see, you think you are fashionable. But I'm telling you, all the men who see you, they, have it, they want you for their pleasure. But if it is time for them to marry, they'll go where it's neat. I'm telling you. I am a man and I'm telling you. They will never go for you. You keep wearing those things. Amen. You wear it out we can see part of your... I'm standing by the pulpit. I can't see it. Amen. But you know what I'm talking about. Is somebody here with me? Okay, so let's look neat. We are the examples. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you love this, give glory to God. All right. Let's go on. Let's take off now. Romans 1, 6 and 17. Now, let's already go. Yes. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's start again, please. Go. In the... It's revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Amen. Let's go back to verse 16. I am not ashamed... Of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God of sal- to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greeks. Amen. Now, Paul is the one writing to the church in Rome, and Paul's divine assignment was to reach out to the Gentiles, 
but he was a Jew. And he had been yearning to get to um, the members of the church in Rome in order to impart certain spiritual gifts. But some things have crossed his way and he was writing to them, assuring them that definitely he will come. And so in the midst of that, he establishes that the gospel is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. And that he is not ashamed of the gospel. Remember, it's a Jew who is writing this letter. Now, the Jews had their their kind of salvation, which is through works. Is somebody here with me? But Paul was introducing another form of salvation by grace. Is somebody here with me? And so he comes out as a Jew, and he says, announces his stand on the gospel. He said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. Then he tries to acknowledge the Jews first, and then to the Greeks second. That's the gentle group of people. Now, Paul says this because he knows what God intends to do with the gospel. And he also knows that God, through the gospel, was reaching out to everybody regardless of your state, regardless of who you are. You were supposed, once you, you, the gospel of Christ reaches you, it has the capacity to turn every negativity in your life and character to a positive one. To the glory of his wonderful name. Am I making some sense? Good. All right. Now let's go here. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 26, 27, probably to 30. 1 Corinthians. Good. For you see your calling. I love it. Brethren, there are not many wise. Listen, everybody here is called. Amen. Everyone here, beautiful, handsome, is called by God. Amen. Can you smile to the next one by you and say, you are called. Amen. Everyone, no matter how you see the person, is called. Amen. Everyone is called. Everyone is called. He said, for you see your calling, brethren, for not many wise. It means that wise people are also called. But not many of them. Because sometimes they get overwhelmed with their wisdom. Okay? Not many wise according to their flesh. And not many mighty according to what? The, fl- the flesh. And not many noble are called. So not many wise, not many mighty, and not many noble. It means that the wise are also called, the noble are called, and then also the mighty are called. But not many of them. Because sometimes, conscious of who they are, 
could limit the gospel from reaching them. But once some of them open up, they are used. Amen. May you be used of God. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty. Let's go to the next verse. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. Verse 29, 29. That, let's already, can we read it together? Let's go. That no flesh should glory in his presence. Now let's go to verse 30, then we end on that. Verse 30 says, but of him you are in Christ Jesus who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption <laughs> I love I love scripture amen that's what it says you see not many wise not many mighty not many noble of the flesh are called but the foolish the foolish as in the eyes of men what does it suggest to you maybe men can label somebody foolish but god in his ultimate plans for that man sees him as the wisest person but then through his own way he will get him wise oh hallelujah amen he said, God has chosen the weak. Sometimes we even see ourselves as weak. But God is interested in us. And he wants to use us. Because he has the capacity. The gospel has the capacity to turn every weakness into strength. Hallelujah. That is why you can find somebody who is a stammerer. By the time he gets to the podium to speak the word of God, he is speaking very well. Is somebody here with me? You can find somebody very difficult for the person to speak. Speak good language. But by the time he picks the mic to speak or to preach the word of God, he speaks and everybody wonders, where did he go to school? Come on, is somebody here with me? Hallelujah. Now, the base things that despise the things which are. The things which are not. These are the ones God is interested in. Let me tell you something. God uses everybody. When God picks somebody, yes, everybody is accepted of him. God will not choose only Ghana International and come and choose Christian High and come and choose Jack and Jill and come and choose Association and come and choose which of them? Mention your school. 
God is also interested in Gbegbeese. LA primary. Is somebody here with me? Oh yes. Do you get me? He's also interested in that. Amen. Do you understand? Oh, I know somebody who went to Gbegbeese. From Gbegbeese straight to Infansipim. From Gbegbeese to Augustine's. No, I know, I know. Amen. Kojo is doing very well. Bebeese. Do you understand? So you know what? All I'm saying is, you see, you can be anybody that you think, you can think yourself to be unfit. But when the gospel of Christ hits you, that unfit feeling in your self will give way to the boldness of God. Stay tuned, but we'll be right back. You are welcome back to Beside the Still Waters. Oh, come on. Is somebody here with me? Is somebody here with me? Probably a person has been despised till he himself despises himself. Alright? The people of Israel said that we were like grasshoppers before them. And you see, they feared the people because their spirits were gone. But when God took over and injected boldness into somebody, just two people, a whole nation was saved. Oh, come on. Is somebody here with me? Oh, yes. God is the maker of Saul, the king of Israel. And he's also the maker of David, the king of Israel. Now, hear this. Now, David was one of the sons of Jesse. Not an attractive one. Not a preferred one. Now, Saul had been rejected. And God is commanding Samuel to go to the house of Jesse to choose a king that he God has chosen to to anoint a king that he God has chosen. Samuel gets to Jesse's house and he tells him the mission and Jesse is happy. Jesse lines up all his children and they all came and passed before the, the, the prophet and none of them were chosen. And you know what? The prophet is asking Jesse, are all these the sons that you have? He said, well, I have one. And that one is in the wilderness. It's in the wilderness because he was born out of wedlock. And so the whole family did not respect him. And so he was the nom- nominated one to go and take care of the sheep in the wilderness. But you know what? Right there in the wilderness, God was visiting him. Now, this is it. When it was time for this man, to this boy to be chosen, Samuel entered Jesse's house. And you know what? Once he makes a request for that boy to be brought from the wilderness, he orders everybody. I know he is your junior brother, but nobody will sit until that despised boy gets to this place. 
when the Holy Spirit and the gospel enters a family and the gospel hits one person, I'm telling you, there is no permission. That person will be assaulted in that house. May you experience the power of the gospel. In Jesus' name. And so God uses unlikely people. He uses personalities that previously you could easily despise. And I give God the praise. That is why you have many of the genuine men of God. Many of them you have, including myself. We begin from the back. We don't begin from the front. Because when we begin from the back, we come in as poor. We come in as not knowledgeable. We come in as deficient of even wisdom. We come in as people who are highly despised. People whose, whose ways are easily predicted. We come in as not sophisticated mind. But as we travel with God, we get to the front with sophisticated mind. We get to the front with information. Because God takes us through a process that brings us to the place where nobody can take the glory. But only God takes the glory. Come on, give God some praise. Give God some praise. Hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you this. Never be ashamed of the gospel. Carry your Bible. Hold something in your hand like this. Keep it on your chest. I believe in technology. I like modernity. But I'm telling you, technology cannot take the book. There is a church organization that gives its students crucifix made of wood. And they all wear it on campus. Nice. You hold your Bible. But some will say, my Bible is in my phone. When you are using your phone for your devotion and you get a call from Johnny, which one will you choose? Is it a call from Johnny or the call from Susie? Do you get me? So naturally, you'll find yourself being disturbed. Keep the book. Let how many have Bibles? I mean, not on your phone. Bible. Wave your Bible. Wave it. I am not ashamed. Wave your Bible. Wave your Bible. Amen. Some of you have it, but because you knew, we will put the thing on. Every day when you are coming, hold your Bible. How many read the Bible? I know the way some of you read it. Do you know the way you read it? You put it under the pillow. And that's when you know that. And so, once you are sleeping on the Bible, you are safe. I'm telling you, it is the message in the Bible that will save you. And not the Bible as a printed document. 
Amen. God is good. Amen. Now, let me give you a lineup of some of the things that the, 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 the gospel can do. Now, the gospel has the capacity to bring redefinition of destiny's path. When a man comes into contact with the gospel, maybe before he met the gospel, she met the gospel, all right? He was charting a path full of struggles, rejection, full of disappointments, failures, and all that. But once the gospel of Christ sets in, something changes. Oh, come on. Is somebody here with me? If you want to, if you want to see the look at your life before you met Christ. And look at your life after you met Christ. Let somebody take a clue from this. There is no way the gospel will leave you where you are. Your destiny's path will change. Oh, come on. Is somebody here with me? Who you never felt you will ever be, you will become. God said, the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. The gospel changes foolishness into wisdom. I guess everybody agrees with me. The things that probably you saw as wise now has become foolishness to you. Because that one doesn't make sense. For instance, if you wanted to be bold, you had to go for some thought to be bold. You spike your drink a bit. Yeah. I, was, I was sitting in the airplane and one guy who was coming, oh, when Ghanaians are coming home, they talk, oh, one guy who was making noise, he said, when he's going to his in-law's house, and he wants to be feared. Sometimes he doesn't drink. He uses the alcohol into his mouth. And how do you, how do you call it in English? Or do you He punenums with the alcohol. So that when he talks and he says, ah, you know that there's alcohol in his mouth. They're not, or yabema, or yabema. But when you meet the gospel, you don't need an alcohol to make you a man. What you need is the Holy Ghost to make you a man. Hallelujah. Now, the gospel opens a man's eyes to give him a better understanding and appreciation of life. I'm telling you, wherever the gospel has has penetrated. People had an awakening and they saw huge range of options that they can choose from. And that is what the gospel does. Is somebody here with me? Hallelujah. Said that, you know, once your eyes are open, you look at yourself where you are and you know that I can do something about where I am. Let me now Take some courses to go where I want to go. It takes the power of the gospel to take one there. Is somebody here with me? 
Hallelujah. The gospel meant the broken lives. People meet Christ with, when you meet someone with a broken heart, heavily disappointed by that guy, that, that, that lady. I'm telling you, especially women suffer so much in this, in this regard. Once the gospel, the power of the gospel touches that person, I'm telling you, healing comes. And the person gets to know that there is no love that can be compared with the love of Christ. If nobody loves you and Christ loves you, you are the most blessed. Amen. 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 Probably some people will like to show their nude pictures just to draw attention to themselves. Probably because they don't feel loved. Could it be? Yes. Probably because they don't feel loved. And they are drawing the attention for them to feel loved. I'm telling you, when the power of the gospel enters and sits in one's life, that person finds so much love from Christ and nothing else matters any longer. Let me tell you, all we need is to get the understanding of Christ, understanding of the love of Christ and be able to hang on it. If everybody does not love you and Christ loves you, I'm telling you, everything will happen to you. We hope you have been inspired and transformed by Pastor Sami Jechi. Stay blessed.